Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. Just let me take my breakfast first, cornflakes, vodka, and beer. And tell and show you all of mine, constructions everywhere. I can explain the vault for you, all that I need is chair. I built many buildings, well, some of them have failed. I got to leave my country, so through the sea I sail. Trust me, I'm an engineer, I think we've got this thing right here. Trust me, I'm an engineer, what the f***? In this week's episode, Gwen interviews a manufacturing engineer. I have no idea what she does. Let's listen to find out. Welcome. What? Thank you. What is your job now? What's my job now? Ooh, you want to have a guess? Nope. Shall I put on some of my work uniform and you see if you... You could have a guess. I have to wear these. What do you think I could be? <laughs> Fine. So engineer. Wow. Well, I'll have to take my headband off for this. Twelve seconds later. Engineer. Yes. I'm an engineer. Yep. And this is what I have to wear for work because I um, I need to keep my face pretty. So we have to make sure we don't hurt our heads or we get splashes in our eyes. And I have to wear a special jacket with long sleeves because sometimes where we work can be a little bit dangerous. Can't it, Roland? Yes. <laughs> what? So do you know anybody who's an engineer? Nope. No, I don't think so, do we? Do we? What do you think engineers do? There's all sorts of engineers, like car engineers. I wish I was a car engineer, because my car keeps breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I have made airbags for cars yeah have you ever seen an airbag go off like that i don't think so have i i hope not because that means you've had a car crash so 
as an engineer, I had to think about how, how could we make one? How could we make an airbag? And I had to think about the machines and I had to design the machines to help make them. And I've worked for Jaguar, you know, Jaguar cars. We create cars so distinct, so instinct. They are as alive as we are. Jaguar, how alive are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, so I've also been an engineer working for them, thinking about how can I make the job easier for people to make the cars? Mm. Mm. What other kinds of engineers do you know about? Eventually, there's lots and lots of different types of engineers. So you could have civil engineers, and they like build bridges and big things like that. You can have aeronautical engineers, and they work with aeroplanes. But I am what they call a manufacturing engineer. So I, I work out how to make things, which is brilliant. Brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference, put it in a blender. Do you know what a... a have you ever been on an aeroplane? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So do you know uh, when you're coming into land and it starts to get really noisy and there's those big flaps open up on outside of the aeroplane? Yeah, that's what I used to make them as well. So I've got a little picture here. So these here, mm -hmm. these are called thrust reversers. And when you come into land, they open up and it acts as a brake using the wind. Yeah, because if we didn't slow down, then, oh goodness me, that's not a good, good idea, is it? Not being able to land and put your brakes on. So the runways would have to be miles and miles and miles long if you didn't have a thrust reverser. Roland, no, no. So is it like building? I don't build things, I make things. And I don't actually make them. I work out how to make them or how to make them better. So, so I, this looks a bit boring, doesn't it? <laughs> Have you got a smart gas meter in your house? Nope. Okay, so well, you've got it. You've got gas that comes into your house, don't you? And so, in your cellar somewhere, there'll be a gas meter. And I used to work for a company that made gas meters. Yeah, and my job was to work out how to make them safer because we don't we don't want gas in our house, do we? But on here, this is a little problem. You see these pins here? Yeah, they all got bent. They get bent when the when they're trying to make the gas meter. 
And so they said to us, Kirsten, can you help me, please? I've got a problem. I'm trying to make gas meters and the connector pins keep getting bent over. And I'll go, yes, I'll fix that for you. But what, what you have to do, you have to think of all the different ways. You've got to be quite creative and think about all the different ways you could fix that problem so it doesn't come back again. So it's really, really exciting. So what is your favourite subject at What was your favourite subject at school? Oh, can I say that I had two? Yeah. Yeah. So I really, really liked maths, mathematics. Mm -hmm. Because you know when you've got the answer right, you're either right or you're wrong. So I used to really like it, maths, because I understood how to do it. But I also was very, very good at art. I used to love drawing, painting, especially making things, you know, with different fabrics and things. So I loved mathematics and I loved art. They're quite different, aren't they? Yeah, that's, Difficult what, to that's, choose. that's what I like quite a lot. Why are you lying? Why are you always lying? Oh my God, stop lying. What, mathematics and art? Yeah. Oh, you could be, you could be a manufacturing engineer like me. But do you know, when I was a little girl, I didn't know that we could be engineers. I just thought I was going to be maths teacher because I didn't know, didn't know what else to do. So when I went to um, college, my physics teacher said to me, Kirsten, you would make a very good engineer because you're very good at maths, but you're very good at being creative. I was like, really? Is that, is that what you need to be an engineer? I said, yes, you need to have maths and be creative. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect for me. And then I said, but girls can't do engineering, can they? And he went, oh, yes, they can. Yep. So then I went to university and there was only three girls in the class. Yeah, and there was about 60 boys. 60? Yeah, yeah. 60 stinky boys. Pew! <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have to s plug your nose? P-U. P-U. Are there more girl engineers now than there used to be? Unfortunately, not enough. Not enough still. Um, I think where I work, the 650 people and probably just two girl engineers, but it's becoming more and more popular with girls because actually it's a really, really fantastic job when you're fixing problems for people all the time and making things better and you get paid lots of money, lots of money. Here comes the money.
Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. And you get you get to bottle those boys about, which is really good. <laughs> so when I when I wake up on a Monday morning, I'm like, yes, yes, I can go to work, yes. My children are like, Mum, you're crazy. And I'm like, I love going to work. I get to help people. I was like, that's cool. What it is cool, isn't it? Shall I show you what I make now? Yeah. You're going to be excited. Ready? Hold on to your chair. Da da. What is that? This. This is poly ether ether ketone. This is the world's most incredible plastic. Wow. What? What do you think about plastic in our environment at the minute? Bad. It is bad. So I wonder why I'm excited that I'm making plastic. Well, I tell you why. Because whatever you can make from that plastic, so you melt it down. So it's like melting chocolate down. So then it gets all gloopy, and you pour it into a mold, and let it set okay so we can instead of putting metal pipes in the ocean which can affect the fish we can put a plastic pipe in the ocean and it will last forever you'll never have to change it ever ever there's no waste and it's good for the fish yeah and also we can make we can now started making melt it down put it in a mold we make knees knees for people <laughs> have you um so there uh, people can't be allergic to it and it doesn't get cold and achy so it's really it's a very nice plastic that i make yeah we, um, we can make gears for cars and they'll never, never go rusty, ever. So you never have to replace it. So it's, it, I, I make a nice plastic. Yeah? Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever broken your arm or a leg or anything? No. No. Because no. sometimes, sometimes you have to have like a metal plate in your hand. Yeah, if you broke your hand, sometimes you have to have a metal plate. And you can be allergic to it and it can give you an infection. But we can make a plastic one and you can't be allergic to it and it's nice and light. So it's very clever plastic that I make. Yeah. Yeah. What did you want to be when you grew up? Well, I just thought I was going to be a maths teacher. Um, and what I do now, because I became a manufacturing engineer, 
and then I learned something. I got uh, went back to school and I, I learned something called Lean Six Sigma, and that's about using mathematics to prove solutions to problems. And so what I do now, I teach a lot of that. So I I, so, I wanted to be a teacher, but actually I'm a teacher now for engineering, which is much much better. So I've been in some magazines. Let me show you with some of the teaching mm -hmm. I've been doing. Okay, so here's here's a little picture of me at work with my other friend who's an engineer. And what I had to do, I had to make some graphs, you see here, and mm -hmm. I proved before and after. I can prove that with mathematics, I've made the process better. So I, I teach people now how to how to use mathematics to find problem solution. Is it hard? Yeah, it's quite hard, but um, everyone I work with is very nice and patient, and they're going, you can do it, Kirsten, you can do it, you can work it out. So you just have to be um, patient sometimes, and then sometimes I get a crazy idea and I go, oh, I know what to do. Let's colour code everything stripey, like a rainbow. So if you come to my, one of my factories, then you'll see one of the production line is yellow, one production line is green, one production line is blue. It looks so pretty. And they're like, oh, Kirsten, only you could come up with a pretty solution. <laughs> but that's me using my uh, art skills. Do you use or make robots? Oh, I used to. I used to program robots. In fact, I used to live in Hungary, programming robots. Do you know where Hungary is? No. No. Budapest. Budapest. I never even heard of that. The right answer is Hungary. Is what? Hungry. Hungry? That's a country? <laughs> Hungry? Never heard of it. It's, um, gosh, it's in the middle of Europe. So you go past France and Germany and Austria and keep going and you come to Hungary. So I was working at a factory in England and we had robots that were you know picking things and placing things but i was the only person who knew how to do the programming so they said kirsten would you go take this machine over to hungary mm -hmm. and and teach the people how to program the robots and i said i would love to so i was a bit frightened but mm -hmm. i went all on my own and I lived in Hungary for eight months. And I had to learn how to speak a different language. For eight months? Eight months, that's a long time away from home, isn't it? Yeah, but I didn't have any pets then, so that's okay. <laughs> so um, I'll say some Hungarian to you. Jurigelt kivanok, hodfoj. That means good morning, how are you? <laughs> or what about Tudja Holvanavatsa Utsa? Do you know do you know the way to the main road? 
And do, do you know, do you know where, when, you know, mummies sometimes have glasses of wine and they do a cheers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Hungary, they, they say, Egesegedra. <laughs> so that's fantastic. So that because I was an engineer, I've got to, I've got to go to lots and lots of places. I've, last year, I went to America twice. And they sent me first class. You know, the posh bit at the front of the aeroplane. I went all on my own, but I went first class. And then when I got to America, they gave me a car. It was so, I couldn't get in it. It was so big. It was like a truck. And then I had to drive on the other side of the road. And I didn't know how to do it. But, you know, you have to be brave sometimes. And then you have great adventures. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. Is yeah, it was. Is engineering being a bit like being like programming or coding? Because my uncle does that and he likes maths and physics and being creative. Oh, well, probably part of engineering is programming and coding, but I don't do that bit. Mm-hmm. I don't do that bit. But if you if you like anything about science and math physics and you like anything like creative you could be a fantastic engineer there are so so many different types of engineer probably like a hundred different types and mommy says you're you are a charter engineer i am a chartered engineer do you know what that means no no So when you've been an engineer for a few years, you can be invited to join a very special group of clever, clever people, and they are chartered engineers. So you have to be invited, which they don't normally invite a lady, and they don't normally invite anybody who does manufacturing engineering. They normally only invite people who have invented something thing so they invited me to join their group and now i am a chartered engineer hmm. yes so which is good for us pardon so you are special i wish that i knew what makes you think i'm so special yes well Uh, quite unique to be a female engineer and to be allowed to join the chartered engineers team but you know um, I wanted to tell all you girls out there as well as you boys that it's a really good job and you, you should all be engineers because in the future we need to learn how to make energy don't we without using fossil fuels so there's going to be lots and lots of engineers needed to work out how to make free energy you have to be really clever to be an engineer well to be honest i wasn't very clever when i was younger uh, but because i really really wanted to be an engineer i just kept trying and trying and normally people go from school to college and university but i went school college a different college before I could go to university because I had to practice more. I had to 
practice more but by practicing more I remembered it yeah yeah and that that's that's how I've become an engineer because I've practiced a lot yeah yeah I wasn't very good at English um I didn't understand about how to write stories so um I had to keep I had to do that five times my English I wasn't very good I'm not very good at English no because they wouldn't let me go to university until I passed my English yeah um so I did pass it but it took me five times so you don't have to be clever you just have to be really really passionate and I really want to do it and then you can do it yeah yeah do you have a any funny stories? A funny story? Yes. Oh my goodness. A funny story. Oh, I once went to, to work with two odd shoes on. One was flat and one was a high heel. So what else is you then? Uh, uh. <laughs> oh dear. Um, and when I lived in Hungary, the snow was so deep in winter, it was like up to up to like here. Um, and you had to go out every hour to, to scoop it away so that you could still use your cars. And I learned how to do my first snow angel when I was there because the snow was so deep you could just run and jump in it like that and then do snow angels. So that was good. I've had lots of adventures. Yeah, yeah. you probably have a lot of adventures when you're at work. Well, when I went to America last year working, because I went I went over to teach some people how to do the problem solving in our company in America. And they said to me, Kirsten, at lunchtime and after work, we all like to go shooting. I'm like, no. They said, we shoot turkeys, deers and brown bears because the company in America was nearly up to um, Canada. So there was lots and lots of bears. And they said to me, would you like to come shooting with us? And I was like, no, I'm vegetarian. I couldn't kill an animal, but they're allowed there because sometimes there's too many turkeys and deer. So they're allowed to um, shoot them if they promise that they're going to eat them up, you know, and use the skins. So they took me shooting, but I had to just shoot a piece of paper <laughs> because I would. <laughs> I didn't want to shoot an animal. No. But yes, there's lots of like brown bears over there wandering around, and they said, Kirsten, if you see a brown bear while you're driving on the motor of the road, please do not stop to take a selfie because it will scratch you. <laughs> I hope our chat makes more boys and especially girls want to be engineers. 
I found it really good. Your job is cool. Yay! I think so too. Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you too. Okay, have a nice day. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Wow, she was awesome, wasn't she? For more awesomeness, tune in next week for a very special episode. You won't want to miss it. Also, don't be cheap, if you haven't already. Go empty your entire life savings into our GoFundMe. The link is in the bio. Thanks.